This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hi, Elsie. Hi, Jessica. <laughs> I hate you so much. Long time no see. I know, we were together and now we're not. I know, we're not. How are you? How was your ride home? It was, uh, you know, it was uh, traveled. It was traveled. How about you? How you yeah. doing? Very happy not to be in California anymore. No more California for a very long time. Anaheim. I'm so happy it's not going to be in California for at least two years. If I don't go there again, I have to. I mean, my sister's coming here in November, so I don't have a reason to go there again for a long time. And I'm perfectly happy not going there for a long time. I hate Why? I wanna, traveling why? across the country. I hate oh, across traveling the country, across but, the country. I hate it. But does it matter like what it is? Like, does it matter to you that it's there? I mean, if it wasn't across the country. So do you have any problems with like Anaheim? I wasn't a big fan of Anaheim. I don't want to go to California again for a long time. I will. You don't want to travel. Just, I just don't. No, I don't want to travel that far again. I love. Mm. No, I'll travel. I'm going to New York next week, and then I think two weeks later, I'll travel. I would go to Chicago. I'd love to see Tech. You know, not at the moment Texas, but I mean, like I do. I loved going to Texas. I'm happy to go to friggin'. Minneapolis, don't send me across the country again. It's too much for my poor body to take. Just all the sitting in the plane. I'm like a caged chicken in those little boxes being transported. It's just so everything about going across country is uncomfortable. It's a 15 hour ordeal. Isn't it for you? By the from from the moment you open your eyes to the moment you step foot in your destination, it's like 15, 16 hours. The shuttle yeah, big, and then the yeah. other shuttle and then the airport and security and then sitting and then boarding and waiting in line and trying to act like you're nice to strangers <laughs> and you're not. And then like food. The food is terrible in the airport and on the plane. I don't even want anything. Then I'm starving to death. Like I tried to like this time I was like tried to plan ahead because I know when I get to an airport, I'm always like, oh, I'll just get something at the airport. And then everything repulses me at the airport. I didn't even want food there because all of it's disgusting. The healthy food looks frightening. It's like gas station sandwiches, even though I know it's not. <laughs> and I don't want to eat junk food because then I'll be sick. So I just don't want to eat. So I buy nuts and I eat almonds the whole day. It's just ridiculous. The whole, yeah, just, I don't want to do it anymore. I mean, I, I, I cannot wait. I'm so happy that Podcast Movement's in Philadelphia next year. Just, I am overjoyed. I am overjoyed. Are you going to stay with me? I'm already going <laughs> to nudge you about the next year. I'm starting the but nagging yes. now. Now? Because well, you'll be in Pittsburgh. I would Yes, we'll be in Pittsburgh, absolutely. And more than likely, the family's going to be at some point there. But there's a possibility, too, that my in-laws are pro- might come as well. To Philly. Because, to Philly, yeah. So then, Because if everybody's here, then if they're coming over there, then probably, we'll probably get a hotel for everybody. 
you know. Um, There's not that. I mean, there is stuff to do for your kids in Philadelphia, but not like you'll have to take like a. It's not well, like I'm not going to be doing anything with the kids. Well, right. But I just <laughs> like, mean like. Like when I was in Florida, like I'm not going to be the one that's going to be doing the uh, exploring. The I'm just telling you, they're going gonna have to, to take be, public transport. Transport. It's not going to be me. It's going to There's be There's some them. cool stuff to do, though. Just saying. But just not out right outside the hotel, like in Anaheim. Like that was like walking distance from Disney. That was nuts. That was crazy. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, they're probably going to, you know, if they do their thing, well, they're going to go to a Whole Foods. There is <laughs> a Whole find, Foods, but you have to take a new. They're going to find anything that they already, that's like the first thing oh that God. they're going to go do is find Whole Foods, find like somewhere to get food that is the food that the family eats. <laughs> and as long as that is found... Then everything is going to be okay. Wait, I have to tell you the funniest thing. In a park. My husband was having me watch this comedian last night. Sebastian. Hold on. I've got to come up with his last name. He did the funniest bit about Whole Foods. I was peeing my pants. It was so funny because it reminded me of you. Sebastian Maniscalco. M-A-N-I-S-C-A-L-C-O. And it was like not oh the God. most recent one. He's Italian. And he's like part Joe Pesci and part Jack from Will and Grace. He's not gay, but like he's very dramatic when he talks and like flips his little feet and stuff. It's hilarious. Uh -huh. Anyway, he was talking about going to a Whole Foods and how he was like, he was saying Whole Foods is like the weirdest place. He goes, first of all, everyone there looks like they make their own clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought of you and your and Randy making his own pants. <laughs> Oh my god, I thought of you like telling me that Randy made his own pair of wool pants and I was like peeing myself. And then he was like and then like they can't say anything to anybody without like putting their hand over their heart like they're so dramatic. So then he like made fun of someone going up to like a like the deli counter and be like, "Are the chickens free range? Like, did they have friends and play nicely with one another?" <laughs> oh my god. I know oh, are they so funny? It was funny. It was just funny. I just, the, I love the fact that he was like, he goes, and then how come in Whole Foods, like you're shopping and you're grocery shopping, and then all of a sudden you're surrounded by soaps and burlap? <laughs> he was like, I knew where I was going. And then all of a sudden it became a different store. <laughs> anyway, it was hilarious. I just love it because it's it true. It's a funny, it's a funny place. It is a, a funny, funny place. place. There's, you could get mat comic material in Whole Foods all day long. It's true. It's true. Do you think Elsie would like the Reading Market, which is like a block away? Yeah, I was telling them about the Reading Terminal. Yes, because it's yeah. it, because it's um, you know, it's like a farmers market of of all different food booths. It's fantastic. How could yeah, you not love the Reading I, you, Terminal? I don't think that that's it. It's just that they like Randy's very particular about the food. I mean, it's very it's like the first thing he's going to look for, and it really has more to less to do with. Less to do with like the type of food, but more to do where where the food comes from. Mm -hmm. So if it's local and if it's, you know, if the meat has or organic and it's coming from the right place and the type of cooking that's in it and all, you know, that's all why he that goes stuff. That's Whole Foods, John. Yes. So it's not because the taste of the food or the types of food. It's just where it's sourced. But this is the difference between Randy and Philadelphians. Like we go into the terminal and I told you like the Chinese place has literal barbecue ducks like hanging from the beak. Right. 
Like, and then next to that is like an old Italian grandmother, like needing a pizza. And then next to that is Amish people selling like their, their like Amish soups. And then next to that is like, um, you know, the Jewish deli where they have the famous fourth uh, street chocolate chip cookies. And then, you know what I mean? Next to that is like a big turkey anyway. So it's like, nobody's ever asked if the food, where it comes from. It's just all like, because you can tell it's everyone's everyone's favorite immigrant making all the different foods, you know? It's like... Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I already I got know. you hooked up. It's uh, Ninth and South is where oh, the Whole, whole foods. foods. There, there you go. go. Got you already hooked up. See? There, there we go. There not close there we go. to the hotel, but it's not impossible to shop from. Well, you have to remember, even when we went to Florida, we, we d- drove. Like, yeah, I think it was 30, 30 to... 45 minutes to yeah. get to the Whole Foods that we went to shop in. We went to two different ones. In fact, Randy scoped out two. You know, Elsie, it would be Florida. easier for me, uh, for you, if you gave me a shopping list and then let me go to the one down the street and then bring it to you. That would be easier, probably. It would be, but again, he wants the excursion. He w- that's like the destination. It's sort of like saying, you know what? Oh my yeah, God, I can't. That's it. So it would kind of be doing it's an something activity. like this. It's like going to the movies yes. for you. Yes. Oh my yes. God, I can't. Yes. Yes. So I it's can't. not like, it's sort of like you going like, you know what? I'll just get you the popcorn and the, the yeah, don't, no. I'll, I'll just have it for you. Or we're going to Disneyland. I'll get you the ears. No. That's okay. I'll, I'll I'll just get you the ears. You're right. I can't rob so him of the. So then it's like takes away. I can't. The, You're right. You're it's right. the thing. You're it's right. The, it's and he loves to take and me too. Like I visited so many Whole Foods. It's like a destination. Like I've gone to so many every place that I've gone to. Even before I met Randy, my biggest thing was going to Whole Foods. It was like I wanted but to. You see know it. that to me to it sounds like you're saying, but I have to go to the McDonald's in Kansas City because I've been to the McDonald's in Seattle. And I've been to the McDonald's. Right, but they're so different. There's they're so not. many great stuff. Like, there's some that have, like, complete sit-down places where you get little restaurants inside them. They all there's have that. There's some of them that have... You haven't seen them. That's what I'm saying. They I've all been to have my... this. No, they don't. Because the one here in Pittsburgh doesn't. It doesn't have a bench where you can sit down and eat the soup. No, like an actual rest, like restaurant, like, like you can actually sit down, you can go in there and you can sit. It's like, um, are it's, you waited uh, on? No, you're not no. waited on. So it's just an eating in the area. It's an eating area, but it's, but it's separated. And I don't even know how to tell you, like, if you haven't seen it, like there's one in uh, Marina, is it Marina Del Rey or like Laguna Beach in LA um, that is just ins- like you walk in and you're like, oh my god! The one in Denver as well—it's gigantor. It's gigantor. When I went in there, it was in- it was so big. I don't think I could. I-, I was like, wow, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Um, the one in Pittsburgh is very, very, very tiny. They just opened up a new one that we just went to, which is nice, but not quite as big as one of the bigger ones that I've seen. So they are totally different. They all have different things and. I don't even know what to that, say. I know. I love to go to these play. I love to see all the different kinds. It's because I know the difference. <laughs> I'm like, oh, look at this. Whoa, look at these vegetables. Oh, my gosh. They have this type of stuff. Wow, this is great. And especially going to the Whole Foods in Florida that had a lot of like the prepared food that was from. That's another thing that I love to see. The prepared food that they have in there that aligns with 
the place that you are in. I mean, that's relatively interesting, but something I feel like you could read about. <laughs> like, why do you have to go see it? It's silly. Because it's like, that's like, we just love All to right. do that. And okay. it's sort of, and you know, there's places like, and I'm sure that there's people, and I know that you hate these restaurants anyway, but I'm sure that there's people who really totally love going to different places in the U.S. and and going to like all the cheesecake factories. And they just want to go to the cheesecake factory because they 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 love the food and they think that there's a slight difference to all the different places that are, you know, in the United States that are cheesecake factory like. And there's something different, yet there's something that's familiar and it makes them feel good. Here's what I'm going to say. And I'm just going to put this on the table because it's a year out. If you come all the way to Philadelphia and you don't set foot in my house for at least one painfully created organic meal, I'm going to be very, <laughs> very sad. We will do it. We will absolutely Very do it. sad absolutely if you don't do set foot in my, in my abode. Because I would never come all the way to Asheville and not at least, you know, set foot in your place of living. I would have to. Of course. All we right. will totally do it. All we right. will to absolutely, absolutely. One meal do it. has to be eaten here. I mean, listen. If I can make a Thanksgiving meal for Orthodox Jews, I can make a food for you. I can make food for you. If I, I can sure order in at the Boston Market up the street, you guys can have a meal. <laughs> That's right. No, I mean, no. I made Thanksgiving for my my stepsister and her husband, and he not only was it not good enough because like, but like it was cooked in a kosher kitchen, then brought here in tin foil, wrapped twice. Then I heated it up in my oven. At first, I had to kosher it, which is I had to heat my oven up at five hundred degrees to kill all the non kosher germs. Then put the food in. That still was not good enough. And it took an extra hour for everyone to eat because he had to make sure that my, uh, whatever. If I can do it for him, I can do it for y'all. I have a Whole Foods. I will buy all the things. I mean, I'll <laughs> buy different knives and dishes if I have to. Just like I did for them. Different knives and dishes? Oh, yeah. Oh if you don't God. want my unsavory cutting knife to, you know, oh, with all on. the non-organic oh, vegetables on. to touch the ones that are organic. I'm just saying, I want Randy to be happy. That's all. Well, all right. <laughs> okay. Elsie, before we talk about that, I want to talk about today's sponsor real quick because I actually, I was booking this sponsor for someone else and then I tried like a free trial of it and I'm so obsessed with it. Can't wait to tell you. It is SaneBox. Have you tried it yet? Dude, no. I have heard oh about God. it many times. You have? Yes, I have. It is so awesome. Okay, so basically you sign up for a 14-day trial. It pulls in all your email and then you can organize it. So right now I have 79 things in my inbox that are all things that I need to take care of right away. Then I have another 40 newsletters that are in a separate folder. Then I have another 50 things in something called Sane Later, the later folder, which is like comments on blogs sales slack notifications following up with stuff like it's like the non-emergent non-client stuff and i don't know why but the first time i turned it on it just knew right away what was important and what wasn't you can also do like no replies like there's stuff in a no replies folder where like you've written something but they haven't written back to you so helpful 
It's super awesome. I mean, I was drowning in email, drowning in it before I tried SaneBox. And so now I love it. I'm going to have to check it out and see how it helps my life in some way. Are you are you like that? Are you drowning in email all the time? I think I am, but I have decided to float above it all. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, you know, I, I yeah. Like the ethereal I, 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 being that you are? I'm, yes. I deal with the top of mind and I don't go back. So if I don't deal with you right away, I don't ever deal with you again. So I think that it, right. will, it would help something if something needs merits. Uh, attention. So check this out. Samebox.com forward slash she P and you'll get a $20 credit applied to your account on top of getting it to try for two weeks free. So I love go it. To Samebox. I know. Go to samebox.com forward slash she P and sign up for the trial because if you're a person who's like just looks at your email and stares at it and like prays for death like I did, it's going to change the way you do email. I'm telling you, I feel so much more organized and productive from having used it. So I just wanted to let you know all about that. And then uh, let's get on with what we were discussing. I had really good time at podcast. And a lot of people said it was the best one ever. I know it actually was. I I felt that that it had that, that feeling. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. From the, from the past. Totally. I think what do you think made it, it the best one ever? I think for me, um, obviously being inducted in the Hall of Fame was awesome. That was a highlight. But, um, but you know what? What was actually for, for me that made it feel like, oh my gosh, this is kind of cool, is that it was sort of reminiscent of the new media expos. Yes. That because there was so much space in the show floor, because that's where I spend the majority yes. of the time is on the show floor. It was a great show floor. Yeah. So then yeah. you, that was the best show floor that I've seen in a long, in fact, Same. I was so bummed. I didn't get an opportunity to walk around and look at everybody's stuff. Like I was really wanting to do it mm-hmm. and I never had the chance. Like it, it just did never, never happened. So I was kind of bummed by that. But I agree. Sh- it, Chicago felt a little cramped compared to this year. The show floor was huge. And I love that. I love that. Chicago was underground. And I think that that's yeah, what... Yeah, you're right. The, it, there was no Chicago sunshine. was underground. Yeah, it was underground. You're right. And it was... It felt like we were going in a cave. And I also... I that. You're right. I I think that it also... Because there was a lot of... Like, I had a conversation with a couple of people that it felt very separated because you had to go down. Remember, you had to go down yes. the escalators and then there was that hallway that yes. sort of like went straight and then to the, you you turned and it was like yes. people were hanging out in the hallway, but they never actually ever went further in because yes. there were some <laughs> sessions that happened yes. in the beginning. So then it felt very like not together, whereas this was an actual... It was in the middle. It was in the middle and it was mm-hmm. it was open mm-hmm. and there was space and there mm-hmm. were all of these little area like that area that was in front of the lips and booth i don't even know what that was but how cool was that mm-hmm. though philly's even the, bigger with the tables and the things and the i don't know it was really great i i really thought it was awesome and i love that they had all of the other vendors mm-hmm. so they had like hardware and software people and they had you know products and services like that you always see like the Libsyns and the pod beans and the blueberries and and then all that stuff but oh they my. also had i'm sorry what Libsyn and pod bean and blueberry oh my i was being funny. oh my that's right oh my and so they had all of that stuff but they also had like they had um this woman she, what is she 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 actually came over and started telling me about swag which i think you and i should definitely reach out to this company i don't did you go see it 
they Which had one? it was like right near where tea the lips and booth was. Yeah, T Public. Yeah. Did you talk with her? I did not, but I have been on their website before and it looks awesome. And so see how they do Wait, like that's I where said, I got the tattoos, isn't it? No. I don't know. No, it's not. But I talked with her about swag, you know, and I was like, well, because she was like, we can make swag for, for for podcasters and all this stuff. And I was like, thank you. You know, I mean, there's other places that do that as well. And I was like, well, the thing is, our community is women and they really are picky about their like lady mm-hmm. clothes mm-hmm. and they need to have. And she was like, oh, my God, check this out. And she showed me all of the women fitted t-shirts and i was like i love you so they do much yeah she's right i love you so much someone else just sent us an email though inviting us to look at their stuff too oh really yeah i don't know because i think and the thing is they'll take care of everything so i'm like i would love to provide a store and what they do as well is that when you go and you create a store from there it's let's say this is the the example she used let's say i think she she had um I think it's called Black Nerd Girls Podcast. I think that that's the name of the podcast. And she said, let's say, you know, with Black Nerd Girls, let's say they're getting their store together and they're putting everything up that's for them. And then all of a sudden they see like a really great clip art that features Michelle Obama or something like that, that has, has already been created by somebody else. You can actually add that clip art into or, or like you know start to create um uh wear using that art that matches what you are about and at this as much as you also get money from the sales of that clothes the artist that created that clip art also gets money and i was like oh that's awesome that's really neat that's really cool so i was really impressed by how they can also like allow you to use other things to create stuff for you that isn't that you didn't create, but that is in the theme of. So I was like, "Ooh, I like it a lot." You're right. That's really Thank cool. You. That's what I so use anyway. for the Brand X podcast. Is it? Oh, you do. Yep. If you go to brandxpodcast.com/slash/gear, you sh- it has everything. And all I did was send a logo in of the podcast, yeah. and now you have Super easy. every T-shirt, phone, uh, iPhone covers, laptop covers. It's amazing. And it's amazing. you don't do yep. anything except collect the money when they buy it. Yep. I love it. And uh, she was so sweet. And it seemed to be all run by women, at least what I saw. Yeah. The <laughs> so. other one is called Printful. And oh, okay. she said she's reaching out because she saw you among the Hall of Fame inductees and wanted to get in touch about custom merch for Sheepy. Um, oh. Basically, you don't have anything to get. You don't pay anything to get set up. You just pick an e-commerce platform so we can use anything, WooCommerce, whatever. You don't pay them a subscription. You just do production. And then you can do one-offs. So if we want to do one pair of socks, one legging. One-offs are great. Yeah, one-offs are great. I love one-offs. So she said, get this. She podcasts socks. She podcasts leggings. She podcasts phone cases, pillows, totes. Your listeners will be decked. And I was like, yes but i mean if t public is better that's fine but i'm gonna put the link in um yeah we have to check out like what they have in terms of like the stuff to me it's more about the styles that they have i agree and i I think one-offs are great too because there are some things that i want to test out and that's the other thing it's like i'd love to test out some of the stuff because there's some shirts that i ordered for the e-league you know that i that i that i ordered then i was like oh I don't know if I like this. Like I've been testing out like the t- the way that the t-shirts fit. There's and- two pages of women's shirts. 
There's like at least 20 different kinds of shirts, including your big baggy racerback tank, like the big with the big opening and whatever. Oh, that's great. Mm -hmm. I like it. Me too. Me too. Um, you, but anyway. it's what's so interesting is that the only time that I take out all that gear though is when I go to conferences. That's when like I want to be decked into on my own stuff. It's when it matters, you know. It like it feels like that's you are literally a walking. But that doesn't mean that people listening to this won't want to wear a sheet podcast shirt, especially oh, if they're feeling particularly totally. pissed off at a guest or. You know, I mean, you never know. I think people listening might want to wear it when they podcast and maybe it'll help them feel empowered. I don't I know. Think I think I completely agree. I totally agree. I, I, I love to wear my my gear. I love to wear it. But that's when it usually ends up coming out. No, I agree. More. Me too. Same. Same, same, but I same. like it. So that was like one of the things that I really liked. I love the show floor and I really loved the the ability for us to kind of like connect uh, with the internet, <laughs> not, not, not with each other, <laughs> but like, let's say that there were like lots of different places to sit down. It felt like there was a lot yes. of places to sit down and work yes. that, you know, that work, meaning that you could plug your, your computer into like the tables were all decked out and all that stuff. Now that said, that has, I really don't think that has anything to do with podcast movement. I think that has to do that this hotel it's a very, it's sort of really skilled at doing conferences. And so they've set all this stuff up. I don't think that, you know, podcast movement was like, let's get these tables and let's put this here where the people can connect. I think that part of the, I hope that the layout for whatever hotel they choose for Philadelphia, if they already have, has that same kind of scope because the space itself, especially, you know, in Chicago, it was the same thing when I was talking to you about before, where it was like, it was submerged and it was dark and it was separate. And that had nothing to do with the event. That was like, you had to, you essentially had to deal with the existing layout of where you chose to have the hotel the 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 experience true right so so the yeah those are the things i liked and i think that it it also was facilitated conversations because it was again it was so big that you got to see a lot of people and it was again really i think that's what i love the most it was really open so you can you you could see from one space you could see so much Mm-hmm. And you could literally, which happened to me, run up to people and catch up to them mm-hmm. while they were walking through. <laughs> I was just commenting to someone how I felt kind of bad for you for working a booth because this is the like with every podcast movement, I feel I mean, obviously, we're more well known because our group is growing. But um, I don't have a destined location where people can find me. And sometimes that works in my favor, whereas for you, there's no escape. Like you, like people can generally guess you're going to be at the Libsyn booth and you cannot run and you cannot hide. Yeah. And, (laughs) and there's also, well, see, the other thing is too, because I think it was a multi-layered issue for me this time where Mm -hmm. there were people who wanted to come talk with me, Elsie. Right. just wanted to have a conversation with me. I wouldn't even think Libsyn would want that after a while. They would probably want you not to be at the booth for that purpose. (laughs) But then at the same time, I also had people coming in going, um, what is it that you guys do? I I think I'm starting a podcast and, um, I 
feel, I don't know. And oh my God, Elsie, like, I want to so kill then, myself. So you had it. to do two different conversations all the time where yeah. it was people who really needed to, or, or they would come and go like, so what's the difference between you? And uh, I was just talking to Spreaker and uh, Spreaker just, and I'm like, oh my God. I remember so one time was, last year I was standing near the booth and someone came up to Elsie and was like, Oh my God. <laughs> I don't even remember how it was specifically phrased and I don't want to mess it up, but it was just like, sell me on Lipson instead of the other Oh my other God, it was, that, was it that dude? Were you there? Was it that gigantic dude? It was somebody who, was, who was basically like, convince me. Yeah. And Elsie was, oh, was not playing this game. She was like, I have no reason to convince you to like Lipson. Spreaker is lovely. <laughs> Blueberry is wonderful. We just do things, you know, a little differently. Well, why is it better? That. I mean, yeah, he was so aggressive and she was just like yeah. not having it. It was awesome. It yeah, was I, I cannot stand that. Yeah. Ugh. So anyway, so there were all the layers of that oral. And then the other layer of it was also when people would come up and go, I emailed support a couple of days ago oh. and I still haven't gotten back. And I was wondering oh. if you could answer this question. And they would pop and then, do you have a computer? Can we see my oh. account? <laughs> Ah! Ah! <laughs> That's how I felt. Ah! And oh, they would stand. My oh my God. I can't even handle it. <laughs> and they would stand. And the other thing is that they would stand there too. So I would feel the energy of the person that was standing Waiting sort of in line. Because it was you. Yes. And so then I'm like finishing up, coming. but I also I couldn't like say it's so hard to be like okay, we are done. Next. Like, there's no next. It's not like I got your order. You need... And I have your order and then we're done. It's like, it. it is, it continues, you know, no, it continues. You have to and have like, set... Oh my God. No, I have set phrases. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. I know how to end it. Yep. What are your phrases? Um... It's usually, here's my card, follow up with me. I'll definitely take care of that for you. It's stuff that finalizes oh. a problem. Like, don't forget, here, no, I can't wait. No, yep, we're definitely going to talk about it. Yep, definitely get in touch with me. Definitely email, just keep saying the same ending sentences over and over until they understand it. You're still listening, but you're trying to move on. Or, I mean, right. if they don't get it, after you say, yeah, totally email me about it. We're definitely, I'm definitely going to help you. Can't wait. Then I say, okay, great. I'll talk to you soon. And then I turn the fuck away. Turn and away. Go on to the yes, next thing. yes. I'll talk to you yeah. soon. Great seeing you is another one. Great meeting you is another one. It's an ending. So good to meet you. I'm so glad you came to say hi. Bye. Without saying bye. <laughs> It's just so, yeah no you're right and it, it but it is challenging because there were some and then there were all other times too where I wanted more like bigger conversations but I knew that I had to answer other things and mm -hmm. it it just became it was really tough and, oh and then you add the layer of Rob and Dave mm -hmm. also are sort of like we're sort of like on the same plane yeah so you. All of us were having that same stuff so that you could see where like somebody would come up to me and ask me about pro like lips and pro features and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, you need to talk to Rob about that because he's the one that deals with all that stuff. Like, mm -hmm. I don't really know. I, I could not step into that conversation and feel super confident about giving people the scoop on the 
on a lot of it. So he's he'll be back or he you should talk definitely talk to him, right? There's that. And then Sarah, who was also in the booth as well, she's in charge of the app stuff. And she was also negotiating all this kind of stuff and all the multi-layer things that were ha- we just didn't have en- I felt like we didn't have enough people. And then you get whenever there's Sarah and I standing at the booth by ourselves, no one's at the booth. Somebody comes up and goes, Can I talk to Rob? Yeah, we're like he's under the table. Help? Let me get him. Yeah, no, like it's, I literally was like, he's not here right now. Could we help? Um, no, I just want to talk to Rob. Yeah, no problem. Okay, do you see him? Sure. I know. <laughs> if you see him, let me know, and I'll tell him you're looking for. Him. But it's like there were times where I was like, you do know that you could ask those questions to us as well. Oh, that's because annoying. we do yeah. know things. We do know some things, dude. Yeah. That's a that right you there. know, and if it, if it is incredibly specific, like maybe it's a compl- a total lips and pro question, he will totally answer that question. But we do know a lot, guy. But you just finished saying you don't want to talk about lips and pro. No, I don't. But what I'm saying is, if it had to do with <laughs> lips and pro, nobody would ever tell us what it was about. It was like, can we talk? Is there anything we can help? Oh no, yeah. no, no, no. And then when then Rob would come back, and they would be like, so what? What is lips in? And you're like, oh my god. So, yeah, sometimes it's uh, it's tough. That's because they just want to talk to a man, which goes back to my whole thing of exactly of uh, creating a male salesperson for my agency that doesn't exist just to see if I I could sell more advertising. I still think that we should have. I still think we should, too. I'm just afraid. My only qualm is what if they want to talk on the phone? Oh, my God. Then we can have. I'll um, have to get a voice changing app. Hold on, let me see if I can find one that works and then we'll see if I could actually get, you know. Like- you could totally do that. Now, here's the other thing that I wanted to do too is I wanted to create a male, a male, what do you call it, uh, support team member yes. for She Podcasts. Yeah. Just for She Podcasts. I'm here. That sounds to- good. Oh. <laughs> there you go. John, you are here for um, some of the uh, email inquiries that we get, especially we just got one that I was about. I was so mad. I really wanted to be so snarky. Um, it was this one from it was into the WordPress thing where it said that the title says an inspiration to share with Lady Boss Radio. Yeah, that's and it was like right. a pitch for this woman for Jessica only, they never mentioned me, just Jessica. Greetings, Jessica. And it was to share with Lady Boss Radio. They didn't even get Lady Business Radio right. I know. It was Lady it's Boss my Radio. Life. This is my life. Oh, my God. And it's like Ugh. this gigantic pitch about uh, to have her on the show. And I wanted to say, do you know she has a co-host? Do you also know that it's not an interview show, dude? Lady, whatever. This is just, ugh. It's just very upsetting poop face did you just say poop face yes i did poop face (laughs) did you hear that i did i did say poop face (laughs) you did i thought you did but i wasn't sure hold on i gotta see if this works if poop face works hello hello that was me (gasps) oh you would yeah but i don't think i could do it on the fly Mm. Look, Elsie, this is me talking with her super deep voice. What do you think? Okay. All right. Look, Elsie, this is me talking with her super deep voice. What do you think? Oh my god. It's a little feminine, <laughs> to be quite honest with you. You sound like a you sound like a gay man. 
That's all right. <laughs> that's villain. Oh my God, that sounds like a murder. Now you sound like a kidnapper. <laughs> There's got to be a good one. Wait, how about this? Look, Elsie, this is me talking with her super deep voice. What do you think? That sounds like you just took a little bit too much testosterone. <laughs> yeah, I sound like a drag queen. That's drag queen, Jessica. <laughs> But I mean, I could oh get God. away with it if I muted myself. I think. Yeah, talk in there, but it'll be too much of a lag in between conversations. But yeah, I get it. I mean, it's so it's incredible. It is absolutely annoying that that's the that that's got a that that's a thing, you know. It is. I mean, if it's true, which I don't know if it is. Yeah, I was going to say, well, really, is it can... true? I mean, I you people. When I say you people, I mean Elsie and Jess are yeah, what are, who. Who's you people? You, you people, Elsie and Jess, are well-known in the industry, well-respected in the industry. So it doesn't matter whether you're a man yes, or a does. woman. It, it really does. doesn't. Yes, it does. How? Oh, my God, John. Oh, ladies. Yeah, it does. It totally does. I don't. I really don't believe that. Give yourself a vagina. You know what you should do, John. What'd you say? Give you yourself start... a vagina. She wants to make. Yeah, she yeah. wants me to have so, a sex change operation. All of a sudden. Here, listen, John. Okay. This is what you should do. You should start doing what that other dude did. I. Too bad that you don't have that much email communication with me. Oh, that's what you should do. With some of the inquiries that you get for audio editing solutions, mm-hmm. you should get yourself in quotes a female secretary, but it's you, and you should just sign it. You know, you give yourself a name. Yes. But it's coming from the female point. And then, and then you can talk with us. I, okay. That's it. Just, but just do it. Just do it. All right. Just do it. And then just, you know, a total, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, let me just give you an example of something I've been mulling over since Anaheim. There was a media network that wanted to meet with me. And I assumed it was because they want me to take on selling some of their shows. Well, he does. But what he really wants to know is he wanted to pick my brain for an hour about a solution for, you know, like a lot of their shows are terrestrial radio that are being turned into podcasts. And how can I sell them on both? And I sat there thinking like, well, I don't sell radio. And don't you guys have salespeople? And like, yeah, they have like 10 salespeople, but they're all like 50 and over. And they only know how to sell radio. They don't know how to sell the podcast portion. So I was like, why don't I train them? Well, they're not going to, you know, it's they're untrainable, basically. Okay. Um, well, I mean, I guess we can certainly talk about me taking on, like, the top ones. But I don't want to sell 700 shows. Why would I want to do that for commission only? And then the next one, and then, and then... After that, he said his colleague was there that wanted to talk to me about women-led. They're putting together a network called something like the Mom Squad or something of like women-led shows. And could I help with it? And I'm like, help in what way? Well, maybe, you know, some people who are just getting started or haven't started yet or some really big talent that might want to come on our network. And I was like, well, the trick is like what the benefit is. For them to be on your network, like if they already have their own established thing, like why would they be a part of your network? And and the, I don't even remember what the answer was, but I did sit there thinking, first of all, obviously, if I was a man, he wouldn't ask me because I wouldn't have this much access to women because I wouldn't have a women's group. So that part is obvious. Don't point it out to me. I know. But the, the part that was bothering me is like I run a podcast ad agency why would I want to help fill your women's network? What 
<laughs> possible incentive could I have ever for any reason to want to help you do that? And it doesn't matter what media, I don't care if it's CBS. Why would you come to me simply because I have a Facebook group? I mean, I don't do that though. I don't, I don't scour talent. And to me, I was just like, you're only asking me this because I'm a woman. If this were a man owned agency, you would never ask for my ear for this because it's an ad agency. But can I just play devil's advocate for just a second? Sure. You have a female only podcasting group with 6,000 over, I don't know how many 7,000, 7,000 female podcasters. You might have a target rich environment you, you can draw from that we who stand to pee won't see. <laughs> That's true. Okay. But you could also look in iTunes for women's shows. You could also put out a call for, you know, for talent or speakers. Like what makes him think that he can take an hour of my time at a podcast conference to ask for my help with this? A person I've never met before that I have no connection to. Why? I mean, like I thought... I mean, when it's clear that someone does something for a living, I don't know. I would never ask, like, like I know what Katie Kremitzos does for a living, right? I would never say, hey, I'm looking for graphic designers. I'm wondering if you, you can pull all the graphic designer women from your network and give me all their names so that I can make a directory. From your group. Like, yeah. I would never do that. I would never ask for that from someone. I, she doesn't do that for a living. She doesn't know who the graphic is. I don't know who's new in a group of 7,000 women. Nor do I care. No offense, guys. But I'm not going to know all your names instinctively. I have to do the research same as y'all. But we wouldn't know that because we're of not allowed in. would know that. How could I know 7,000 people? i just saying. Who we, would, how would we know who you don't know? All I know is you have behind a locked door 7,000 women that podcast. That's a big group. I know. But I don't – but here's what I'm saying. Like, unless, unless I, I – I guess – I don't know. I guess that's true. I, I guess I, I felt bitter about it because I was like. Because he was a dude. No, that's not If why. a woman it's came because... up to you, if a woman executive came up and asked you the same questions, you wouldn't. This is because he's a guy. Okay. Maybe it was also the way I was asked. Like, let me, like, let me give you an example, too. Like, it was partly that and partly this. Like, um, let me read you the, let me read you the interactions. Okay. I mean, yeah, he's like, okay, I'm confirming our meeting at 8 a.m. Let's meet near the booth. You'll recognize me, blah, blah, blah. Told me who it was. Great. Okay. Then the day later, I have someone I think you should meet. He wants to explore women-led podcasts. Give me some times we could meet. I don't like that kind of request. It's not a request. It's an order. He didn't assume, he didn't ask me if it's something I would be interested in. He didn't ask me if I had time. I well, see, being a guy and using a guy's brain, when he first when you first told when you first read that to me, I thought that he found somebody that would he thought would be interesting and helpful for me. He's wrong, but that's I, that's the male brain is what comes. He from wants that. to explore women led podcasts. That doesn't tell me enough to make me want to meet with this person yet. Because I'm nice, although I made him wait, I answered and said, I have some time around two, blah, blah, blah. And then we found out a time and then we met. But when I but when I found out that it was because they were 
building a network, I got annoyed because I was like, what does that mean? Explore women led podcasts like in my head. I thought that meant he wanted to curate content, like create some for their network. And there I could offer some really talented women. But I mean, I'm supposed to offer talented women who have no incentive to start, you know, be on their network because they're doing their own thing. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being a pain. If I am, feel free to write me because I know you're gonna. Maybe I was wrong. I just don't like, I have a colleague who wants this. Give me times when you're free. I don't like, I just, that didn't feel good to me. And I didn't feel, I mean, is that how he would ask a man, do you think? Yeah, I think so. If he was meeting someone and he thought he had someone who would meet and would have a mutual advantage of meeting each other, like putting two people together that would help each other out and be advantageous for both of them, that's how they would do it. See, here's the thing with guys is we don't have a lot of words, all right? Women have like, when they're young, they have like a 5,500 word vocabulary. We got like a thousand. So we're way behind and you communicate in different ways where we're kind of short and curt and to the point. And I think sometimes it's off-putting to women because they seem to be able to draw that out a little bit more and explain themselves a little better. The I don't truth know. is I'm a little bit bitter about how some of the gentlemen I went, met with this week used my time to their advantage without it being to my advantage. And that's really not their fault. It's my fault for not investigating further. And I'd like to blame it on the fact that I'm a woman, but the truth is I could have just said that's not a good use of my time. But I didn't know it wasn't a good use of my time at the time. Now I do, and I'm annoyed. Like, here's another one. Like, I'm reaching out. I learned you're speaking at Podcast Movement. I'd love to learn more about how we can help grow our podcast audience and begin to monetize content. But this is a platform, not a show. So I thought that he wanted to talk about... um how to help podcasters monetize. And in a way he did. But when I met with him, what he actually wanted was to survey me about how I podcast. What do you use? How long does it take? Who edits it? How do you currently monetize? So basically he just interviewed all the speakers with the same 20 questions for a half hour over and over and over again. And I was annoyed because it was a waste of my time. And I didn't get to see tons of, my, you know, there's a lot of people I didn't get to see or hang out with longer. You know, even Daniel, I, I like to hang out with like Daniel Lewis. And I saw Rob Greenlee for five minutes and I didn't get to see a lot of my clients. And I'm annoyed by it because I was like saying yes to all the people who wanted to meet with me, thinking that they were business meetings and not I have an agenda. Will you help me with it meetings? Yeah, I think that that's that's actually where it gets a little bit a little bit hard to deal and to sift through all that stuff because I I had like I obviously I didn't have any opportunity like you did but I was thinking about it in the sense of like I, who who would I like to chat with and really get to know that we could sit down and really I don't know really forge a relationship or m have something that's above and beyond what you're just talking about, because that kind of conversation is really defeating to me. And I don't want to have it anymore. Well, and that's how I felt you at know, the end because, of this conference is like a yeah, little bit that's, defeated. Like, exactly, I, like everybody it, who, who wants to hire me to consult with them or who's a client, I was overjoyed to meet everyone were, who, yes, yes, who tried totally. to, who either tried to forge a relationship with me or pick my brain. I'm I'm not happy. And it made me feel like I wasted a lot of time and I'm upset about it. 
I think that what it feels like is that you're, I think you coined it when you were just talking about before, that it feels like the conversation is all about them. So that it ended up being like, they got an opportunity to chat with you. And yeah. that was awesome. But And then they got all of this information. That but, was really awesome. And then but part of it also feels they, like that happened because I was a woman. And I guess I, hmm. I don't know. I guess I'm tying them together, but maybe they're not together. And so, so what would you do differently next time? Like, how would you vet? I would vet. How would you vet? I'm going to put on, I'm going to buy a bald cap and some hipster glasses and I'm going to pretend I'm Rob Walsh. (laughs) And everyone that asked me for a meeting, I'm going to have a little bracelet on my hand that says, what would Rob Walsh do? And if Rob Walsh would say, that's not a good use of my time, then it's not a good use of my time. Because he's really good at saying F you to people who waste his time. Like, no. He's very good at saying no. And I thought I was, but I think I caved too much. That's all. I thought I was I, You know what it, it is? What I was thinking about, because I was thinking about some of this stuff, because you asked me, you, I think you asked, remember when I gave you the idea of, or that we were discussing and this came up in conversation where it was going to be like um, a breakfast? Was it that breakfast or lunch for... Was it for your clients or was it for me? I forgot what it was for. Yeah, for you, where you were like, I wish that I could have, you know, yeah. somehow met. I forgot what, what the discussion was, yeah, but I was just breakfast. thinking like, yeah, it was something like that. Breakfast for everybody, that, yeah. for the agency, an agency breakfast. So that people can come and meet you in the one place, right? Yep. Because I, I think that that is a very good idea because yeah. that's where you'll be talking about having this specific discussion about these issues that are surrounding maybe possibly working with you or maybe the agency people want to like talk with one. I mean, meaning the people that you're working with want to talk to each other or want to talk to you about that specific side of things, but also being clear about touching base with for yourself later on, what is it that you want to get out of the conference? You know, like what are the conversations that you want to put forward? And in the past, I would have been just sort of like, in the middle of it all, kind of talking, podcasting, and that's it. Yeah. But because of the things that I've been kind of working with in the E-League and and just clarity that I've had around what I feel is necessary in podcasting and that what I'm really passionate about, then I find that I can steer the conversation that way and then I can actually get something more from discussions around podcasting because I know what I want to talk about. And I think mm-hmm. that's what we got to get clearer about the next time we go through there. It's like, what are the conversations we want to have? Like, what's the, what's the end game here? Is it just to connect or is it like, I just, I think what's so hard for me is just like you, sometimes it feels like you're getting sucked. Like you're, yeah, I'm sorry. That, I'm getting dr- <laughs> you're getting sucked please dry. Tell me, like the, <laughs> please tell me you got that as an audio drop. Please, please, please. That was too precious to waste. It does feel like I'm getting sucked, but not the good way. I didn't know. There are people listening now going, I didn't know there was a bad way. (laughs) I didn't. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Oh, I know what you mean. I don't know how to say it. (laughs) You can't come back from that. I know I can't. (sighs) That's you can't. But, You're gonna have to take a breath now and restart. <laughs> it's sort of like vampires that you feel like a like a vampire. Am like I a morphine creature? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. 
That's what it feels like. Uh, yeah. So it, sometimes yeah. it does feel like that. And and again, you guys out there that are listening to you that did come up and chat with me, this is not a conversation around you. And I do not also don't want to make it seem like I don't have time or that I don't want to connect with you because I do. That's not what this is about. It's when somebody comes up to you and has an agenda <laughs> already and you are it. And you're it. And your brain is when it, it feels really poopy, aw- awkward. It, yeah, it just doesn't feel good when you guys come up and they said, "Oh, you know," you say something like, "I love what you're doing," or "Gosh, I love you know the feed," or "I love she podcasts," or "This was so great," or "Your speech was awesome," and I'm so glad to finally get to meet you. And we naturally come into a, an organic conversation between two people. Yeah, and that's really fine. Connect. That's great. I love that. It me feels too. it actually makes me feel awesome. What doesn't make me feel good is when like, again, like what I was talking about, when somebody comes in and it feels like the, that you are the you are in some way a goal. You and are And you're like, I, I'm not part of this. Like I, I didn't right. say okay. <laughs> because they're so obsessed with their mission that they just yes. naturally assume you're going to help them with their new women's network. Yes. Like why would I give a shit about that? Because I have tits. <laughs> I don't. I mean it's like it's nice. You, you gotta totally have a so mom network. Better, like, That's wonderful. For me, it's not what I do it for a feels living. It feels great when they share that with you and they go like, we just started this thing and this is going really awesome and this is great. Yeah. And you're like, and great, I can say, wow, that's really fantastic. And you know, how did you, and then I asked the question, how did you come up with this? How's it going? How does it feel? I mean, is it, do you feel that you need, you know, then I can instigate that conversation where you start to, we can feel each other out and yeah. I can go, wow, you know what? I do have some resources for you. And then I can be the one that steps forward and says, would you like to do this or do you yeah. need this or whatever? Then it f- makes me feel like I am in some way being of service to you versus yeah. you coming to me and requesting. I'll help. tell you someone uh, I mean, who did it right. Jemmy. I can't pronounce your last name. Leguinor. Jemmy did it right. Jemmy's amazing. So Jemmy asked me in advance. She said, I have something that I'm working on that I'd really like your input. You know, would you have time to meet with me? It would mean a lot to me. I said, sure. Um, But I already knew, first of all, that I was giving her input about something. She picked a time to meet. We met. She told me all about this network. She wanted my input as to, you know, this is how I'm planning on monetizing it. She's like, first of all, I'm going to tell you my whole idea, then go ahead and pick it apart. And I did to some degree. I tried to give her ideas and whatever. And then she was like, well, should I do it this way or this way? And then I offered to, you know, consult with her for a longer period of time. And she's either going to think about it or I'm supposed to follow up. I don't remember now because it was a week ago. But like. Um, that's somebody who presented me with a told me she was going to present me with a problem, presented me with that problem, but did not expect me to solve it on the spot. Just wanted to put a buzz in my ear and, you know, and think about it together and also like touch base a little bit like that's fine. Do that, you know, but but let me know in advance what I'm getting into. Also, like I'd love to know, like I was going to take a survey for podcast audiences and monetizations. Let me know in advance that like, okay, you're thinking about women-led podcasts is not the same as can you fill my network? Do you have ideas? I mean, why couldn't I have done that via email? 
Why did I have to spend an hour doing that? And here's another thing I want you to consider. The next time you want to get anyone's time, I'm not saying my time or Elsie's time or anyone's time there is more valuable than anyone else's. I just want to put this into perspective for you. Um, Before I came to Podcast Movement, I needed to plan out what we were going to talk about on Friday to some degree, plan out what I was going to do for my presentation on Thursday, get tote bags printed and schlepped. I had to pack them in my in a separate suitcase and bring them for a meetup on Tuesday, make sure they were right. I had to print business cards for me. I had to print business cards for Elsie. I have to make sure that they're being delivered at the right time and date. Pack all my clothes for a week, figure out what I'm going to wear for each thing. Pack all kinds of other stuff we were going to put in our swag bags, our giveaway bags for um, our event on Friday. Make sure I had either sponsors or giveaways for those bags on Friday. There's a lot of planning involved in these, like, in, in these... Even the small ones, I'm doing MapCon in two weeks. I have 100 bags I'm going to bring. You know, hopefully somebody, you know, I, I'm probably going to figure out if somebody wants to put some stuff in them before then. Like, like I don't just like pack my little carry-on and show up in California. There's so much work and thought that goes into that that by the time you get there, you really want to make the most of the time that you're there. I wait all year to go to this thing. We are already trying to plan. Like, while we were sitting on stage, I turned to L and said next year we're gonna do this this and this differently i already have it in my head the plans in the works i already know what we're doing in february to some extent for podcast we already have an idea of what we want to do you know it, it's a lot of work and effort and i mean even if you're just an attendee you have to plan what sessions you're going to who you want to meet like it's not just my time that's valuable but before you ask to meet with somebody in person, consider what they've gone through to get there and then ask, is this something that can be solved over? Do you really have to meet this person in person in order to get across or ask the question you need to ask? Or can it wait until it's not the most important conference of the year for that person? It's just a perspective. And I didn't even have a booth. Imagine, imagine you have a booth and you have to Imagine what Rob goes through before he goes to podcast movement, the T-shirts and the banners and all the postcards and the flyers and proofreading and printing and packing and shipping. It's so much. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of work to to manage all that stuff. And that's, you know, and as much as I would have liked to have been prepared, uh, as always, uh, to have had a lot more done before we got there because I kept thinking like, oh, I just have this. And oh, we're I never have to prepared. Just do this. We're, we're never, never prepared. prepared. And so I was essentially kind of in the same go. I was just telling John before you got on, Jess, too, and that, you know, I wrote my speech for, I wrote my speech for the award ceremony that morning. I woke up at 4.30 and I worked mm -hmm. on it till 7, you know? And it and I know it was like little tiny, tiny little speech, but there, I I really, they gave me three to five minutes. I wasn't going to go over. Like, I just, I'm such a goody goody that I'm like, you give me this time slot, I will be just, I'll just do that. That's because and Dan, so no, I, Dan Class is going to talk for 20 minutes about nothing. <laughs> and so I, <laughs> I wanted to make sure to hit it. You know, I wanted to make sure to do the thing and go. And I, and I, there was so many things to say and I kept on, I took out so many things and changed so many things. And then I had to kind of practice and put a timer on and make sure that it was, work. you know, all that kind of stuff that I had to get through that I should have possibly 
done before. Of course, I, I could have done that way before, but I didn't. I did it then. Same thing for the panel as well, to be able to have that. And I think that whenever we go into these things and you do have a presentation of any kind, it doesn't matter even the actual work, meaning you getting to the session and you having your slides and all that stuff and you working on the slides, that's an, a, a set amount of time. But the other amount of time, or actually, I don't think I don't think it's time. It's just the energy that it takes for you to hold that in your brain. Mm-hmm. You get in there and you're <laughs> like, my session is in two days from now at 1 p.m. My session is in two days from now, uh, tomorrow at 1 true. p.m. Like you have, you still have it. Like you can't relax. It's not over. You right. still have to do the thing. So it's, you know, that's, it's just so challenging. And the, tr- the transitions of it, like I remember even on Friday, I felt so bad just with the, when, with us doing our live show where I was like, I had to get up and basically be out or pack everything before I left to go on the show floor yeah. in the morning on Friday because I had to check out. And then as I was leaving, leaving the booth, I had three people come up to me and start talking, not little conversations, but big conversations. And then I had another person come up and go like, we just let's sit down for just 10 minutes. This is just 10 minutes. 30 minutes later, I'm Mm -hmm. seeing my phone and Jessica calling me and I'm like in the middle of a recording. Yeah. And so I was just like, 10 minutes is not 30. No, it's not. Can I trust, you know, and then so that makes me feel like, should I trust people anymore? No. I don't know. (laughs) No, you can't. Not right before. And I'm running. I'm like, oh, my God, I got to check out of my room. I'm Jessica. And I'm all flustered. And we have to do the live show in an hour. And oh, my God. Yeah, I think it was like 10 of one or quarter of one or 1230 when I was like, no, yeah, I was supposed to meet you at 12 in my room. And at 10 of not being able to reach you, I was like, I'm going to kill this woman if she's on the floor. If she's at a booth instead of at our live event, I'm going to kill her. And then I'm going to kill Rob because that's not cool. And I'm trying to get out. And the thing is, everybody else knew. Everybody's like, okay, go, go, Elsie. Like the Libsyn people were like, go, Elsie, go, Elsie. And I'm like, I'm trying. At least they have an idea. So thank you, Libsyn, because I was going to say, if Dave Jackson and Rob Walsh and if Crystal was there, if they were like, no, Elsie has to answer more questions, we would have words. I would be mad because we would never do that. I would never pull her away while they were speaking. You know what I mean? Right. No, I I literally, it was not, it was not them. It was like me trying to end. I know it's you, Elsie. I know you. I know know it's you. I just felt like I'm going to stretch myself too thin. I know it's you. I knew that. And and you know what is like, I didn't want to do that. And I just, as I was planning the thing, there was a point where I was like, I don't want to do it. And then what happened is it literally was a a resignation of, I will have no downtime. Period. But that's not okay. Like you had downtime at the luau, but I think you went up early because you were so tired. I was so exhausted, dude. Yeah. You have to push through so you can relax. You have to push. And you know what? I did have relaxation time that time because we went to dinner and that was great. Yeah. I really loved the walk there was really perhaps one of the best things that I felt that happened. because the walk. They make a luau with fucking hula dancers and fire tossers. (laughs) She likes the walk to the Cheesecake Factory. Do you see what I'm dealing with, people? Yes. And I love the walk back too. It was amazing oh. conversation coming back. I love that walking fast and then the night and the it. air. It was great. Oh my God, I it loved so it. Beautiful. That's true. And we were all wearing oh, fl- it was so pretty lovely. floral outfits and it was really fun. I took some terrible very, very pictures fun. of me as like a tribesman. 
with like a terrible what? like straw. I haven't shown them to you because I, I they they were like a photo booth type thing. They popped out of a machine. It was me and Trevor from Podbean and Mark Asquith and I think Jonathan. Oh, oh I don't even God. remember, but it was hilarious. Maybe Kieran. It's really oh funny. God. I have to show it to you. Um, so yeah, I would I would have loved that. And I loved hanging out the Luau. I mean, I finally got to talk with. Um, uh, Ken Ray from Mac OS Ken, whom I adore. And I, I mean, we, I don't think we've ever met in person before. And I've known, I mean, he, I've been a fan of his for years. And also Dan Class, who I haven't seen in since I can't remember the last How time I saw Dan. How could you go up to him and have and, a conversation with him when there's alcohol around when he announced to a thousand people that he wanted to get in your pants? What? Because he was joking, dude. No, he, he wasn't. He also announced to a thousand people that the, that he wanted to get in the other lady's pants. Who was it? The host and right. The I other didn't see her talking and, to him and Luria and also um, who was the guy? He friended me on Facebook last night at like one in the morning, and I got scared, like I was in trouble. <laughs> oh come on, he's probably just mm, like num, num. reaching out and oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, John. Thank you, Don. Um, no, but it was great to be able to chat with him. I mean, seriously, it's been so long, and finally, we. But, but I, 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 you know, I especially really loved talking to Ken. It was, it was just awesome. I just so you had really some awesome. downtime. I wish you would. I wish you I would somehow like schedule in more because I hate seeing you so fra frazzled. I was and, too super frazzled and ragged, and like, and I don't then like and it. then. You to should, let go too, because remember when you came over, like I w mm -hmm. I wanted more of that when you just came over and hung out a little bit. Yeah, a I mean, tiny but, bit in but, the room. But there's no time for it, and I don't feel like you scheduled time for it. I mean, do you remember what I had to go through just to get you to Disneyland, and then halfway through Disneyland, you were just done. It was not was the happiest done. place on earth for you. I was not. I was, and I was so just tired. as done as you, but like. I was in Disneyland with Elsie and her parents. So, like, I was super happy. <laughs> Elsie couldn't even pretend at one point. No, when I'm done, I'm done. It's so hard. It's no. so hard. That's usually when I'm, and I, that's the thing when is, her parents like, come so to me, tired. one on each side, while Elsie's walking ahead, having her alone time, <laughs> which was obviously she was in desperate need for. Uh, I have, I have Elsie, Mama Elsie on one side and Ernesto on the other side. And both of them are like, Thank you so much for being her friend. <laughs> you have no idea. You are so good to her. Like now they're now they're grateful that I'm even friends with you. You know, like they were just like, thank you so See much that? for being her they're friend. They're like, yeah, it's it's there she goes again. They said something oh about God. you having an angel on your shoulder, and I went, Yeah, me. And then exactly. your dad later was like you really are her angel. You're so good to her. And thank you for being you so that she can be herself. Like they really, I guess, could see like the elements of our friendship. But like you were full on misery from dinner and after. It was like I thought I was going to have to put you over my shoulder and carry you out of the park. You were so grouchy. <laughs> Just grabbing. I, I mean, trying so, to find gifts so for your tired. children. You would think somebody would be happy trying to pick out princess <laughs> presents for their daughters. And so Elsie looks like she wants to punch everything pink in the store. Uh, it was terrible. It was. And why was everything so, so pink? Angry. I love the car stuff. The car stuff was so great. But well, you I weren't was angry I, at was that point. point. It wasn't until later. No, I wasn't. I love that stuff. That you got it was awesome. I got and no, seriously, it's just that. I was so exhausted, Jess. I was so exhausted. It just was like, you know why? Also, 
I felt like I have one night to sleep and I can't. And so I was having, you were I was having anxiety having this, about the next day is what was wrong. Yes, I was having anxiety about the next day because mm-hmm. I had another party to, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like there was no, there was no downtime. Mm-hmm. There was none. Somebody and brought then, up the fact that not, your parents were having a party for you the next night and after that you were just pissy. Pissy with you were mad just, at them. I, I felt you were mad at me. I wasn't mad at them. They know that they're not. They know that they. I wasn't mad at them. You weren't I mad just, at them, but you were just kind of like. I mean, on the way in the Uber on the way home, she's like, "I'm going to bed tomorrow night at nine. And your mom's like, "Well, we'll see what time people leave." And you were like, "No, we won't. I'm going to bed <laughs> at nine. Get them out by nine, basically." <laughs> it was like they're already fighting tried. about the next night. I tried to go to bed at nine. I got, I went to bed at 10 and then I finally crawled into bed at 1045 and it was amazing. And the thing is, it's so frustrating because I also knew I had to get up at five, at four. I woke up at 430 in the morning the next morning to wait for the darn I know shuttle. I know. You know, and so I knew that it was just going to be nonstop the whole entire time. And it's, it's and you were right. crazy. I was totally but right. But you should, I think, but you How know. How do I like, schedule time for that, Jess? How do I schedule the, I just saw somebody putting like, you have to schedule, what is that thing? Uh, downtime What is that thing? Margin. You have to give yourself margin in your days. You have to schedule margin, mm-hmm. blah, 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 you blah. Do. Really? How can I schedule margin in all of you that time? You didn't have to what see was the, the Dan Carlin. Okay, you didn't have to see the Dan Carlin thing live. I didn't, and I left. I actually left early left because early, I was really bummed that he was know, being interviewed. When you know you have a big event or something to do, you need to plan for that a little bit. So like right before our event too, where, I mean, I know you had to work the floor and see, that's part of the problem is like, you got to tell them like, I can't, I, I need to prepare with Jessica. I, I mean, from 1030 until I met you at 12, I was in my room by myself. That's margin. That's and th- nice. I was in my room by myself. I didn't want to talk to anyone. I just wanted to, I didn't want to look pretty. In fact, I came up and took my pants off and then just sat in my room, not doing anything until you were meeting me in my room at 12. And then like, and then also I had the whole next day, right? Because like I, you were at your parents. You did have the whole next day. Absolutely. I did whatever I want on Saturday and I did whatever I wanted on Monday before the event because I wanted to get over the jet lag before the whole thing began. Like you had that on some level because you were at your mommy and daddy's house. And, but not, but you know, and you don't really have to be on for your brothers. So I feel like you did have a little margin on Monday, but you didn't really have it before you went home, which I think, I mean, Disney was supposed to be that for you and it ended up maybe being too much like in fact i wanted to suggest this but i thought you'd be angry when we were at lunch so we went to lunch at the hotel pool before we went to disney and so much of me wanted to be like let's just sit here until nine and not go to disney but we already paid for the tickets so i was like we better go but i didn't really at that point i was just happy just sitting with you and your mom and dad i didn't have to go to disney i would have loved to have done that as well next time we'll know about disney we'll just sit together (laughs) You know, because it was so nice. I mean, I that was that was one of my favorite times to just sit there and talk and be with them. And it was so pretty outside. So pretty. So lovely. It was nice. You're eating. You're like, I'm just going to have soup. And then you ate all your mom's calamari and then half (laughs) your dad's sandwich. That was hilarious. So I always do that. It was so funny. She's like, I only want soup. I just want a bowl of soup. I don't want anything else to eat but soup four times. Then we sit down. He orders a club. She gets calamari. She has her soup. 
And then she <laughs> eats that. And then half her mom's calamari, just picking it off her plate while her mom's eating it. And then scarfs down her dad's sandwich like the rest of it. It was hilarious. You know, you know what it was? It's like when I, again, and this this happened and I tried to plan a, for this not to happen. But it yet again happened. I don't eat when I'm on the show floor. So I right. I have like essentially breakfast which was just oatmeal in the morning and my cu- a cup of coffee. Christ. And then I don't eat until dinner. And at that time, I'm starving. And so I feel like when when fi- that Friday hit, all of my hunger came. And so yeah, I was like, actually, I, I was cannot really get Friday enough too. food. I just want to keep eating. And that's why when we went to Disneyland, <laughs> you guys you didn't looked hear how me. I'm I like, felt. You I mean, you could have blown and blown me away. I was so hungry. Also, but I was just, you know, it was the first time I was with your parents, so I didn't want to seem like listless and terrible. I was trying I was very hard so to be pleasant. Hot. I was like, ooh, Elsie look just at that trying at some point. <laughs> I want that food. <laughs> and yeah, we passed so much food, and the whole time, both of us are probably thinking, when do we want to eat? But nobody said was, anything. No, I was so hungry. I'm I like, was I just too. kept wanting to eat. So I just wanted hungry. to grab everything so I saw and Me like, too. I'm going to eat that. I was like, I, I kept that. wanting to go, churros? Ice cream? I know. Me too. That was the first thing I wanted to do. Sure. I know. Me too. Oh, my God. I wanted churros so bad. Oh, my God. Why didn't we do churros? I don't know. I wanted one. Anyway. Oh, my God. That's annoying. Um, Any pupusas? Yes. When I got got to my home on Monday, my mom had all the whole El Salvadorian food thing happening for me. I was so excited. I mean, it was delicious. It's like there's nothing like it. It feels, I don't know, and I'm sure you, and I know that you guys have this. It's just not, obviously it doesn't make me feel this way, but like I know that you guys have like comfort food where you, when you have it, you're like, oh my God, this is it. Well, pupusas are that for me. Like Mm -hmm. if I could have that, it's just, it makes me so happy. Mm -hmm. All of the food, all of like the free fried beans and um, the uh, platanos, uh, which are so, it's like plantains, sweet plantains and, and cream and the cheeses. And like, it's just, oh my God, it is so yummy to like, I could just sit there and just have that. Yeah. It was delicious. And it made me feel and instantly it was like, thank God this exists. You know, it was like this, that totally grounded me. So, but that's the food that makes me feel like that. Now imagine whatever food makes you feel like that you can't have because it doesn't exist. And when you've tried to have it, it's the most disgusting thing you've ever had. And it's like, this is not that. Yep. That's it's sort of like me no giving Jewish you jellies. macaroni and cheese, like gluten-free macaroni and cheese. How about that? We have no that would probably Jewish not hit- um, delis here in Wilmington, and it's annoying. So I do know oh, how really? that feels. Yeah. I have to go to yeah. Philly. I mean, it's only an hour away from me. It's not as far as for you. But um, yeah, I know that feeling. It sucks. So um, All right. is that it? Yeah, I think that's okay. it. If you guys like the episode, please check us out. Sheepodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook um, with the handle Sheep Podcasts. You can also write us at feedback at sheepodcast.com. Let us know if um, you have anything to say to us, I guess. <laughs> yes. And just in case you're not subscribed and you just found us, that would be really cool. Please subscribe. Yeah. Subscribe to our show. Sheepodcast.com slash iTunes. Yay. Woo-hoo. Love you. Mean it. Oh, 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 oh.